Hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready? Listen on as Doug Philp shares stories of restoration meaningful for life each and every day. Here we go. All right. It's another beautiful day here at Restoration on Fire. I'm Doug Philp, your host. And we're going to get started once again here just a moment. Today we will be reading from 2 Corinthians. It was a beautiful weekend. It's the 29th of July, just to give you some reference as to when I'm speaking to you today. Yesterday was a wonderful day. Uh, We had, of course, service in the morning. And we came home, my wife and I, we changed and we grabbed uh, some food that we had prepared and we went over to her mother's and we had a barbecue with her mom and a couple of her brothers and we sat outdoors in the shade and and just enjoyed the breeze. It was a beautiful day and uh, I actually fell asleep in my chair while we were just sitting there enjoying the day and and it was one of those uh, little naps where you, you go into a deep sleep right away and, and nothing around you uh, you're aware of until your eyes pop open and people are laughing at you. So that was my experience yesterday. It was a beautiful day. I hope that you had a great weekend yourself. And even though you could be listening to this message late in the week at some point in time, You'll have a good weekend coming up, I hope and pray. So yesterday in service, our pastor was gone, and one of the board of trustee members filled the pulpit. And his message was interesting. Uh, But I think, and this is me speaking, this is my belief, his message was on grace, and he, he came from the standpoint of even a lot of Old Testament theology and, uh, and came forward with the grace message that he spoke yesterday. And it was a good message. And I understood what he was saying, that it is grace that we have to look into uh, and look forward to. I've always been one not a letter of the law type of a guy but there is a balance to grace and I struggled with the message from that standpoint because I believe there is a balance there that that is often overlooked or not mentioned when when someone is speaking about God's grace certainly God's grace applies to me because he died for me 2,000 years ago he died for me and there is a there is an element of accountability that I acknowledge in myself because Jesus died on the cross took my sin upon himself 2,000 years ago and because the father appointed me to be born and born again in this time that accountability to me that I acknowledge is not one to gripe and complain because why did I why am I here now Lord 
rather than in another time. Because God is sovereign and he appointed me for now. And Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago for me now. And it isn't my place to gripe and complain about why am I here now, but rather to acknowledge there's purpose in that and destiny in that. And if you struggle with destiny, we'll talk about that another time and maybe in, in sooner rather than later. I love the book of Romans and there's a lot about being predestined that is spoken of in the book of Romans. But let's stay focused today on, on the message of grace and what I believe is a balance to God's grace in our lives that we need to be this balance that we need to be mindful of when we we speak about grace to one another certainly one another as believers in the Lord and that I also believe this balance of grace that we should keep before others in our message to the lost world and those that are yet to believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So, anyway, coming from the pulpit yesterday, the message was how um, despite the sin in the garden and moving forward from there, he used the days of Noah as an example for God's, for God's grace in that while Noah was appointed to build the ark and it took him some 110 years to build that ark all through that time that he was building Noah was also saying that there was something coming that was cataclysmic and that people needed to turn to the Lord well Noah and his family his sons and their daughters and Noah's wife they were they were certainly saved from perishing in the flood and that was kind of the element that he was preaching from was these these times where God's grace saved people on the other side of that though is there was a lot of people during the flood that perished and all of creation perished but for these few men and by all of creation I mean the animals that were not on the ark perished as well too so Yes, God's grace continued man, but there was a judgment along with that. And no, I'm not preaching law. So let me, I, I just bring that up to point out, I, I want to dive into 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11. But I may back up, I might read um, chapter 5. In fact, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to read chapter 5, beginning at verse 1 through verse 11. So here we go. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, becomes destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. If, indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked, for we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life, that our flesh would be swallowed up by 
the spiritual nature and the righteousness which comes from God. Continuing on here, verse 5. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who is all who has who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Verse 9, Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done whether good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. So, there we go. This, I guess what troubles me, and being one that, not law-oriented, but certainly acknowledging in the reverence of the Lord, that holy fear that there is a judgment that comes. And verse 10 right here tells us, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So, that being said, Paul also writes in verse 11, The terror of the Lord. Well, <clears throat> I guess... What I'm trying to get across is that I feel the grace message, it can easily and sometimes often overlook Christ that we all will experience. Now, I'm not saying that it is overlooked intentionally, not in all cases, be focusing on grace, and yes, um, it can come across misguided because yes it is by grace that we are saved and it's something that's not of ourselves it is a gift from God grace and the salvation that he gives us this terror of the Lord that Paul writes about what what exactly is that? Well, if we do some cross-referencing and we take a look in Hebrews chapters 10 and chapters 12, in verse 31 of chapter 10 in Hebrews, Paul says, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And in Hebrews 12:29, he writes, for our God is a consuming fire. Now, the, the message in Hebrews, the author writes, you know, preceding those that I just read to you, that to continue willfully sinning after receiving the knowledge of truth brings us to that a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 
and then also in verse 12, 25, they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth. Much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks in heaven. So this terror of the Lord that Paul writes about in, in 2 Corinthians 5.11, I believe is, is, is this reverence that we need to focus on as well while we're while we speak and we share and we preach the gospel of grace that we are reverent reminding ourselves that there is a day of judgment that we still face and we will be tried by fire and so therefore I think together it is a more balanced message the grace message with reminding people to be reverent for God in his holiness and his sovereignty mindful of that coming day where we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and we don't have to fear that in the sense that man fears death or man fears disease that's not what I'm speaking of but to just be reverent and respectful to the Lord and how we are to walk on this earth knowledgeable of his word and how we are to walk in the spirit rather than in the flesh so that is my answer and why I was a little bit troubled yesterday but I've I've been able to clarify that in my heart and share it with you and if it makes sense would you reach out to me through the website restorationonfire.com you can leave a message with uh, the post relevant to today's podcast or, or uh, find the contact page and, and shoot off an email or something like that. Let's pray real, real quick here and uh, we'll go about our day. How does that sound? Father God, I thank you for your word, for it gives us the opportunity to know you and that you reveal yourself through your word and that by studying your word, you again, I'm mindful, are studying my heart and you are working your righteousness and holiness from the inside out in me. And that what people see on the outside, I hope and pray, is something that is welling up and stemming from the inside because you are doing a good and a new and a fresh thing inside of me. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to share this message today. Where I might be off, where I might be wrong, correct me, Lord. Where it is right, continue for me to be able to preach this message to others. And may they receive it and accept it. And may they be walking in a greater balance in you, Father God. And I thank you for this. I thank you for what you're doing. And I Thank you for your continuing love, your continuing grace, your continuing mercy upon me and upon all of the others, Lord, that walk this earth. May your will be done. May your kingdom come, not mine, not anybody else's. These things I pray, these things I ask, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Okay, my listeners, have a beautiful day. I thank you for listening. And we will talk again tomorrow. Take care, God bless, and have a beautiful day. 
And there you go, another episode done and in the bank. I trust you heard something meaningful today. Take a moment right now and head over to RestorationOnFire.com for show recap and leave some feedback. Plus, you'll be able to find more great resources and many more episodes to listen to. And as always, be sure and be listening on...